As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. gentlemen how's everybody doing oh, i gotta pull that down yeah there it goes 
for some reason, uh, between the morning and now, something happens to this board. Don't get it. Don't understand it. It is what it is. <laughs> How's everybody doing today? Oh, it's been a busy day. It's been a weird day. Oh, let me pull this down. Yeah, for some reason, I don't know what it is. My, you know, I got my DBX working again. I soldered something in there and, you know, because I wasn't going to send it in and pay half of what a new one costs. And for some reason, I turn up that damn compression and I get this uh, almost like a spring sound. That sound. Yeah. So anyways, a lot going on today. We finally got some truth out of the Biden administration today. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's a worthwhile talking point today. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have our first big tax increase under Joe Biden. Remember? Oh, that's not going to happen. Straight news. You got to pay for this crap somehow. I mean, you, you do. You got to pay the piper. You got to pay somebody. You know, it's, I'm one of these today. I am a super genius. And I think I am because uh, maybe it's just that I understand common sense, which isn't so common, you know, probably the most overused thing in the world. The Department of Defense has decided to give a pass to Black Lives Matter extremism. (laughs) Yeah, well, it wouldn't be so bad. It literally, I mean, if they just played it as, you know, people like me that unleashed Jeremy Hansen, he is so full of beans. You know what I mean? He's, He's Well, it's in their handbook. So that's something to talk about. Uh, I, I, I tend to pay attention to people like that scumbag, Alan Greenspan, all those guys, all of them. And I don't care if they put an R in front of their name or a D in front of their name. They're all scumbags. And, you know, he's out there and he's, he's riling up the media. He's talking about these people. And guess what he's saying? Well, you know, this COVID-19 and all this new money, all that that's there for is just to take your wealth, to steal your wealth. Yeah. Well, hey. You know, well, are we going back to the, to normal or is it, are we going back to the new normal? Well, I, I, I haven't figured that out yet. Uh, but the most outrageous besides the taxes, I mean, and of course, you know, our tax is going to be our, or I should say business tax is going from 21% up to 28%. And you know, that's not figuring in. Other things like payroll taxes and things like that, they are going to strangle small business owners. Josh, BG, and Sean, how are you today? Yeah, a lot going on. I had a conversation with the guy from Terrestrial Radio. Kind of likes the morning show. He kind of thinks it's funny. He's not a huge guy. He owns 22 radio stations. Uh, seemed like a hell of a nice guy. We started talking. He knew about the comedy show. Get this, okay? We're, we're on show number 18, 19. I don't remember. And I don't know what I am on Unleashed. It's got to be around 1,800 shows. Something like that. And he knew about the, the crazy comedy morning show, but he didn't know about Unleashed Jeremy Hansen until he heard about me. And then he must have went and listened to it. And then he called me back and he's like, hey, we need to talk. I'm having an open house at the new radio station. I'd like you to come over for the open house and talk, meet and greet people. Well, hey, sounds good to me. 
Uh, but yeah, the most outrageous news today has to be, if you're an American citizen, this has to get your gizzard, if you know what I'm saying. This one is just, oh, it makes me want to do this. Uh, Biden, he's, he's doing that. Listen to this. The Biden Federal Housing Administration is now guaranteeing mortgages for illegal aliens with DACA status. Oh, oh. You don't know how many people I know that are hardworking men and women. They're, they work their butts off here in America, and they have a hard time saving to put a 10 or 20% down payment on their home. You don't know how many people that would love for the government to say, hey, yeah, you know, we'll guarantee, we will back a loan for you. How many people do you know that would absolutely love a chance to get a loan. Guaranteeing, not making available, guaranteeing. The Biden Federal Housing Administration is now guaranteeing mortgages for illegal aliens with DACA status. Dreamers will have an easier time receiving home loans from the Biden administration, according to James Fulford or Vidare, the Dreamers, illegal aliens, whose illegal parents allegedly brought them stateside when they were children, will now be eligible for home loan applications thanks to a change in FHA, or Federal Housing Authority, policy that was brought about right before President Joe Biden took office. Juan Carlos Chavez of the Tampa Bay Times noted that the sudden shift in policy reflects a contrast in approaches toward immigration by the Biden and Trump administrations. The previous Trump administration did make genuine efforts to restrict immigration and get rid of DACA. Chavez noted, the Dreamers did not qualify for home loans because of how the Federal Housing Authority interpreted a 2003 passage from its single-family housing handbook. Non-U.S. citizens without lawful residence in the U.S. are not eligible for FHA-insured mortgages. But with Biden at the helm, the Federal Housing Authority policy has changed significantly with which Chavez outlined. The federal government backs FHA mortgages, which makes it easier for middle class and lower income people to acquire the American dream, a home. Because of the government guarantee, banks and financial institutions are much more keen on extending FHA loans to families who have lower credit scores or who make smaller down payments, which go as low as 3.5%. Ultimately, DACA needs to be scrapped, because as long as it exists, bureaucrats at the FHA will always find ways to use taxpayer dollars to advance their social engineering projects. That's what happens when you have your own open border policies coupled with programs financed with taxpayer money, or should I just say other people's money? Those who care about preserving U.S. Republican institutions and a functional social order should not shy away from immigration patriotism whatsoever. The current crisis festering on our border serves as a reminder why the immigration question isn't going away and must be addressed. If the GOP doesn't want to get electorally trounced by demographics, 
it should actually start promoting candidates who are interested in undertaking legislative efforts to address this matter. Well, hold on a second here. They already did this. They already addressed the matter. How many people? Remember, we addressed the Second Amendment and we've got 10 Republicans voting with the House and Democrats on this. Or we've got eight voting on. We've already done this. How much money did they get? Hello, Rochelle. How much money lined their pockets? You know what I'm saying? I would love to say this. You are fired. Yes, all those politicians, all of them. You know what? I am probably the most accepting of illegal aliens or illegal immigrants or undocumented workers or whatever the hell the term is today. Me, the conservative kind of, I'm like a conservative libertarian slash classic liberal. What are the people going to do? I'm just sick and tired of the American citizen paying the price. Are you, are you guys sick of that? I mean, what else? Literally, the other day, they're talking about restricting access to American citizens so they can go and enjoy their Second Amendment right. Yeah, you know, the big, deep, dark road that comes to doing background checks. Yeah, they're going to have background checks at for any, you know what? That kid took an extra piece of gum in third grade. Go after him. See what he's got for your Second Amendment rights to be able to go enjoy them. However, when it came to the illegal aliens, there was an amendment that said, hey, we need to notify ICE if there is an illegal alien trying to buy a gun in the United States of America. If there's an illegal alien, somebody that's not supposed to be here, a non-citizen, somebody that's overstayed their green card, you know, somebody that came over the border illegally, whatever it may be, we need to notify the proper authorities that somebody that's not supposed to be here is potentially buying a dangerous weapon. And the Democrats said, no, do whatever you want to the American citizens. Make sure that they have to jump through Fruit Loops and a million of them, every color, 10 times. Make sure that they got to do that. But don't you dare notify ICE of an illegal alien trying to buy a weapon of mass destruction. Don't you do it. Yes, and Biden refuses to investigate illegals who apply for firearms. It's so sad. It is. And and now, if you're part of the DACA group, which I've, I've said this for years and nobody likes it. Every time I say it, I drop off a few hundred viewers. That DACA, at some point, whether it was under Trump, whether it's under Biden, they were going to become legal. Why? Because Barack Obama circumvented the Constitution, made an executive order, and then brought them here. And even though it was illegal to do, it was unconstitutional, the Supreme Court ruled that they have constitutional rights even though they were brought here unconstitutionally. It's settled. It's over. The American people on their backs are going to pay the price for a president that did something unconstitutional. Period. People don't like that. So if you are an illegal alien, the government is now going to guarantee that you can buy a home. Guaranteed. It's angry. 
It's very, very angry. And, you know, the anger gets misdirected, folks. It really does. I I know there's a lot of you out there that want to be very angry. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. At the illegal aliens coming up here. But don't be mad at them. You know, I've talked to people that I love closely and dear to me. And and they can't get over the fact their anger... Their anger is directed at the people coming here. I'm telling you right now, if I was down there and I had politicians in America telling me to come up here and I had private groups giving me money to get here and I was told, hey, all you got to do is cross the border. We'll handle the rest. And I had kids and I wanted to have the, you know, that thing, the American dream. I would come here. I would break the law. I would be one of those people that would be hated right now. Because our government likes playing tricks and social engineering with the American people and they like directing the emotion. Have you ever noticed that the government, they like directing the hate and anger and all the money. It's a never ending cycle. It literally is. And until you get off the hate interstate and you start looking at what our government's doing to us and it's not just Democrats, the Republicans love cheap labor, folks. They love it. In Florida, we just watched a bill the other day where they were bringing in so many H-1B visas and the House members, the Republicans, were going with it, even though it was going to put people, their constituents, it was going to put them out of a job. And they were going with it. You see, the representation in America is the problem here. That's what's wrong. Where does the representation come from? It comes from little green dollar bills and it comes from little blocks of gold and silver. It's not about the people. It's not about the votes. It hasn't been that way for a very long time. They don't vote the conscience of the people and they could care less if they had the consent of us, the governed. The consent of the governed. That's almost an oxymoron because the people governing us aren't even our real politicians. They're just the ones that take the paperwork from the bureaucrats and say, hey, We should vote for this. These sons of guns, I'm telling you. They don't care about it, the American people. They don't. I got something really cool. And I I love this tune. That's why I'm playing it. Uh, Just because I think it goes wrong with this. It says, "Uh uh-oh. Study shows booming. Yeah. Booming. Marijuana industry is causing massive increases in carbon emissions. Don't they want to get rid of they want to get rid of our cattle? Isn't that what they said? Too many farts, too many methane, too many 
carbon footprint issues with them, right? Well, a new study conducted by researchers at Colorado State University have discovered the carbon footprint of the marijuana industry, and it turns out that the widespread manufacture of weed is far from green. With marijuana becoming a $13 billion a year industry, as states rapidly adopt legalization measures, an excess of natural gas and electricity is used to sustain indoor growing operations. The high-intensity grow lights needed to sustain large indoor operations are particularly harmful to the environment. We knew emissions were going to be large, but because they hadn't fully been quantified previously, we identified this as a big research opportunity or a way for bureaucrats to waste your money. Study leaders and graduate student Haley Summers said in a press release, we just wanted to run with it. Of course they did, with all the money. Research. Yeah, researchers have estimated that every kilogram of marijuana cultivated indoors produces between 2,283 and 5,184 kilograms of carbon dioxide. Growing one kilogram of marijuana outdoors produces 22 to 326 kilograms of carbon dioxide. This shows how indoor marijuana grow operations contribute to climate change. Give me a break. What are they going to do? Are they going to come back after alcohol? There's whiskey, uh, carbon footprint. Can't drink that anymore. Holy cow! We can't have lakes anymore. No more streams. No more fish because fish shit. And then the methane rises through the water and goes into the atmosphere and we can't have it anymore. Oh, I'm telling you. Come on. It says, however, experts are warning that blowing the ganja smoke can make individuals more prone to catching coronavirus. Also, <laughs> all right, I'm a conservative and I'm laughing about this. Well, it's probably the libertarian side of me. It could be the classic liberal. You know, I don't know, but I do know this. The world has gone insane. <laughs> yeah, right, BZ? Yeah, it's, it's one of these things. They will find something wrong with anything. Like, it is such a scam. It is such a way to steal money from the American people. Listen to this. They will take money and they'll say, we need a study in this. Okay, what's the game plan after that? Well, once we have the predetermined outcome that you're going to study, then we're going to take that and we need more studies. And when we need more studies, they're about things that are going to kill us, the boogeyman in the room. And all these bureaucrats are hemorrhaging cash already, but they're like, hmm, hmm, we can make some more money with this. So let's just hang around this like this. A paddlefish. How fast can it actually walk on an escalator? They did that. It was $14 million to study that. Uh, And then you get things like this. They already know how much these lights. Remember the whole big thing with Barack Obama and having to change your light bulb? You remember that? Do you think that they don't know how much carbon emissions that grow lights give off? Do you think they don't know how much a farmer uses in electricity how much fertilizer they use to grow plants. You don't think they knew this already? No, it was a convenient excuse to use your taxpayer dollars. It's exactly what it was. It says, from China and Italy, we see people who developed COVID-19 and had an underlying lung disease and they have more complications and die more often, said Dr. Barry. I make a pulmonologist for National Jewish Health. So this is the perfect time to stop smoking, including the ganja. Hmm. 
says a good portion of the world will be infected, but the level and severity of symptoms is going to depend on so many variables, from genetic components to just your overall pre-existing conditions, Galistiasis said. From my standpoint, meshing all of the variables that put in things that are not air into your lungs, I would view them all in the kind of way in the same category, he added. Galistiosis. Notice that cigarette smokers and vapors are also putting themselves at great risk during the coronavirus pandemic by doing potential damage to their lungs. I wonder how much money he got to do a study to see if smoking caused damage to your lungs. Hmm. You think? How much money? That's what this is all about. That's what this is all about. You see, they create jobs. I'm talking about these super progressive globalists out there. They create jobs so they can control the people and they can control the money flow to going in there because this is it. If you have a job and it takes taxpayer dollars to do it, you're going to vote for the politician that makes sure that you are going to continue to have a job and then they can manipulate you. They can say, oh, you got to do this. You got to do that. Your kids got to go to this school. This is the college that supports those projects and blah, 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 blah. It happens every day. Does that bother anybody else but me? Do you think that the super leftists are going to turn on weed manufacturers now? You think they will? I think they will. I'm going to tell you why. Because Cuomo just got done giving over a billion dollars. Cuomo. You know, the verbal assaulter, the sexually promiscuous governor from New York. Yeah, that guy. He just gave over a billion dollars to make sure that Biden got in, to make sure that other Democrats got in. And now... They're spinning around on him. You better step down after he spent all that money. I'm sure he'll get it back one way or the other. I'm sure he will. But you know what? They're eating their young right now. And I'm talking about the super progressive machine. They're eating their young. They have to come up with new ways to make money because Donald Trump put an end to some of their ways for throwing around dark money cash and shell companies and things like that. And the rhinos are just as damn guilty. You know, speaking of weed, I've got a a serious question for you guys out there. A South Dakota judge rejects a voter-approved amendment legalizing marijuana. A circuit court judge ruled that the measure, which was approved by voters last fall, could not stay because it would have created broad changes to the state government. So literally the will of the people was not followed because it would have brought broad changes to the government, which it literally intended to change with this amendment. Listen to this. Pierre, South Dakota, a South Dakota judge on Monday struck down a voter approved constitutional amendment that legalized recreational marijuana after Governor Christy Noem's administration challenged it. Circuit Judge Christina Klinger ruled the measure approved by voters in November violated the state's requirement that constitutional amendments deal with just one subject and would have created broad changes to the state government. Amendment A is a revision as it is far-reaching effects on the basic nature of South Dakota's governmental system. She wrote in a ruling. Brenda Johnson, who sponsored the amendment and represented a pro-marijuana group in court, said it was 
for preparing to appeal the South Dakota Supreme to the South Dakota Supreme Court. To law enforcement officials, Highway Patrol Superintendent Colonel Rick Miller and Pennington County Sheriff Kevin Tom sued to block legalization by challenging its constitutionality. Miller was effectively acting on behalf of South Dakota Governor Christy Noem, who had opposed the effort to legalize pot from the beginning. Klinger was appointed as a circuit court judge by Noem in 2019. Hello, Barbara. So let me ask again. Is it right that the government, even though I happen to like a lot of what South Dakota is doing, is it right that the government says, you know what? No, doesn't matter if you voted on it. It's unconstitutional because what you want is going to change things in government because it's widespread. How else are you supposed to sue? Does it not seem that we're playing with the moral carousel here and that they're going to get whatever they want? If you vote on something, and the vote and the measure passes, why is it after the fact that they're taking it away before it was ever even enacted? Does that make sense to any of you? Klinger was appointed to the uh, judgeship circuit court by Noam in 2019. Seems a little bit odd there. Could it be a conflict of interest? I don't know. It says, today's decision protects and safeguards our Constitution. How? Noam said in a statement, I'm confident that the South Dakota Supreme Court, if asked to weigh in as well, will come to the same conclusion. Again, the people voted for this. The people voted on an amendment that was agreed to put on to vote on. What is going on? What kind of shenanery are we watching here? It says, in a ruling, Klinger said that marijuana legalization would have touched on business licensing, taxation, and hemp cultivation. The amendment would have given state's Department of Revenue power to administer recreational marijuana, but Klinger ruled that by doing so, it overstepped the authority of the executive and legislative branches of government. Lawyers defending legalization had cast the lawsuit as an effort to overturn the results of a fair election. About 54% of the voters approved recreational marijuana in November. Possessing small amounts of marijuana would have become legal on July 1st, but that will not happen unless a higher court overturns the ruling. So, what do you guys think? Do you think it's right for the government to step in post-vote and say, no, 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 was that a teaser? Uh, I don't know. It's sad. I don't think that they have their crap together, obviously. If they're putting an amendment that wasn't constitutional to begin with, what was it doing being voted on in the first place? That's my question. I'll be right back.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do you value yourself, your family, your friends? Want to know more about how to survive, thrive, and stay alive in these dynamic times? Listen to Around the Campfire with Kate. Thursday nights and Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Central. Only on PSN TV. That's Around the Campfire with Kate. News that nobody in the MSM wants to report. Remember, train hard, train smart to survive, thrive, and stay alive. Broadcasting behind enemy lines in occupied California, a mere two miles from the state capital, the bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon Radio Show can be heard every Tuesday and Thursday night at 8 p.m. Pacific and 11 p.m. Eastern, only on the SHR Media Network. Go to shrmedia.com to listen. You can also watch on the SHR Media Facebook page and the SHR Media YouTube channel. No goldfish were abused in the making of this ad. Gentlemen, you're listening to Unleashed Jeremy Hansen, and man, we're having a pretty good day today. We are, except for, you know, some of the news. And some of the news always sucks. You guys all know that. If you want to help out the show, go to www.paypal.me forward slash UJH live. Again, I'll say it. Paypal.me forward slash UJH live and throw some of your hard working bones over in there. You know what I'm saying? It helps out a lot. So, you know, I'm thinking to myself, what is the, the worst thing you could possibly do to Americans right now? What is it? Uh, would it be taxation? I mean, we did say it was coming, right? L listen to this headline story today. 
Joe Biden to propose first major federal tax hike since 1993. And why? It didn't take very long. To fund multi-trillion dollar plan to tackle climate change and infrastructure. (laughs) Do we need to fix some bridges and roads? Absolutely. But remember, under Donald Trump, he couldn't get infrastructure paid for. He couldn't get it done because the Republicans didn't want to work with him. The Democrats didn't want to work with him. This is all pre-planned. Like the bureaucrats got to get together and say, okay, who owes who a reach around? Who owes who a back rub? Who owes who something else? And they sit there and they figure, okay, this guy owns this company. We can funnel it that way, this guy. It's not about, okay, this is the best price for the bid. No. That's what they do. That's how they steal your money. That's how they keep their friends happy. Uh, Because Joe Biden is planning to propose the major federal tax hike, the biggest since 1993. And the economic package is going to cost between two and four trillion dollars. And oh, by the way, we hit two point or excuse me, 28.6 trillion in debt last week. 28.6, you know, to reach 1 trillion, to give you an idea what this cost, to reach 1 trillion in debt in America, the 1 trillion, not the 28.6, the 1 trillion took 200 years. 200 years is what it took to get us the first trillion and then now it's just rolling. Uh, so this is on top of the $1.9 trillion COVID relief bill that Biden just signed into law. So let's take uh, the $4 trillion because you know it's going to cost that. Uh, this isn't really $1.9. There's a bunch of things added on to that that you don't really understand or get to see, but it, it's about two point eight. So $6.8 trillion. So we're going to be over the $32 trillion mark uh, really quickly. And I, I remember a few years ago, The CBO, the Congressional Budget Office, came out and said, you know what, we can't handle $20 trillion in debt. We can't do it. Well, you know, we're 28.6, and we're going to be heading over the $30 trillion mark to the $32 trillion. And I wouldn't doubt if by the end of the Biden administration or Harris administration, it looks like we'll be soon, if we're not approaching $40 trillion. You know, that, that's how they get people into debt bondage. That's how they steal wealth. Uh, it says the tax hikes include in any broader infrastructure and job packages are likely to include repealing parts and portions of President Donald Trump's 2017 tax law, uh, specifically the ones that benefit any corporations or any wealthy individuals or anybody making over $400,000, which sounds like a lot. However, you get into a lot of these small businesses that may make a million dollars. The owner's take home is only fifty dollars to $60,000 a year. I believe, Beasy, that that will be the case. He said, perhaps debtor's prison. That's a real thing. And I can say that I believe that that will probably happen. Uh, you know, they, they just want to make it more progressive. They want to make uh, the corporate tax to go from 21% to 28%. Uh, They want to pare back tax preferences so the so-called pass-through businesses, such as limited liability companies or partnerships, um, meaning the LLCs of the world are going to pay a lot higher taxes. 
raising the income tax rate on individuals making more than 400000 And they say individuals, but most people are LLC, LLP, maybe an S-Corp. They're not just incorporated. You're incorporated, but you're under the protections of SLLP, LLC, and about a million other ones. Expanding the estate taxes reach. Well, that means they want to go after your kids if you have something you want to keep in there. They, they don't want any more institutional wealth. They don't want any more families that are, except theirs, except theirs. You know, they'll have tax havens in Ukraine and the other places because we don't have the ability to use those levers of power like they do. That's part of the justice and just us. That's what's happening. And a higher capital gains tax rate for individuals earning at least $1 million annually. Uh, Biden promised, and you know, I told these moron idiots that voted for Biden that he wanted to raise taxes. Now, I don't understand this. Who in their right mind wants to pay more taxes? The government, every single thing they touch, whether it's a Republican administration or a Democrat administration, they F it up. They screw things up everywhere. They steal money in front of our faces, and there's still people that want to pay more taxes to give more people our money that don't accept their fiduciary responsibilities when it comes to our taxes. They don't care. They'll say one thing, but do another. If you don't believe me, all you got to do is ask people about Social Security. Social Security will become insolvent in four years. Why? Why? I want you to think about this. Social Security can never run out because people pay way more in than they ever get out. Guess what? It helps Social Security when the uh, death rate went younger. When we stop living as, as long, if we're living short lives, we're paying in and then never use it. It helps them. It has been stolen, stolen. Social Security gone. Oh, they, they do some shenanery. They do. They do some, what do they call that? Creative accounting. There was a certain gentleman that was running for the GOP that flat out told the American people that Social Security has been stolen from you. Yeah. So he's doing it. It says uh, Americans are still suffering from unconstitutional COVID lockdowns. Amen. Small businesses are shuttering. Amen. And Biden's first order is to raise taxes. If you didn't think that that was happening, you were either completely ignorant, and by that I mean willfully ignorant, because when a when a politician comes out and he says, "I'm going to raise your taxes," I mean, Democrats, were you thinking, "Oh, that's just code"? He does he has to say stuff sometimes, just you know, so they can you know disinformation. I mean, is that going on on that side too? <laughs> uh, it says with. Narrow majorities in both chambers, the Democrats will have to create the economic package that will appease the far left, super progressive wing, as well as the more moderate lawmakers. Thank God that we've got some moderate Democrats. Not on everything, not on everything, but uh, there's a few out there. The Republicans are expected to fight back on the plan. However, as we've seen with the COVID relief bill, the Democrats will find a way to pass with the bill with zero GOP support. Doesn't this kind of sound like what I warned everybody about with turtleneck 
Mitch McConnell, remember I told you, I listened to a phone call. I knew what their plan was. Let the Democrats get everything. Keep it really close, skating ice close, and make the American people suffer so much when 2022 and 2024 came along that the Republicans would gain all the power back and then they could start enriching themselves again. Well, it sure seems like it's happening, doesn't it? And it's not only on monetary or fiscal things. It's, it's not only that. Uh, we're watching the worst of the worst, literally. We are watching maybe, maybe in our history, the worst group of people ever, the corrupt, operate in America. However, Twist your knickers, folks. It's time for good news. Well, I I don't know how good this news is, but it made my heart feel good. Listen to this. Now, if you remember, Cuomo was kind of, uh, you know, being mean. Should I say mean? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Do you remember that to de Blasio? Remember when Cuomo was like telling de Blasio to get his head out of you know where? Well... I'm glad. Thank you, de Blasio. Uh, I don't like de Blasio. But he called for an investigation into Cuomo's extra women. No, no. Actually, into the definition of corruption. Why? Uh, because Cuomo's vaccines are. Did you guys hear this story? Uh, not many people are talking about it, but I think this is a big deal. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio calls for an investigation into the head of Governor Andrew Cuomo's vaccination program, who had reportedly called county executives to see if they support Cuomo during his multiple sexual scandals. According to the Washington Post, vaccine czar Larry Schwartz made the calls that made at least one county official fear that their response could jeopardize the county's ability to get vaccines and would impact the vaccine supply. Meaning this, that person was scared that they didn't agree, if they didn't agree with the multiple affairs or not affairs or the the mistreatment or whatever you want to call it with King Cuomo, that the people in their county might not get their vaccines. Is there anything more dirty than, oh yeah, there is, you know, putting elderly back into homes that have COVID-19 to the most susceptible people to death and then causing literally tens of thousands of deaths. That's pretty bad. That's probably worse than this. However, you usually don't see one super progressive going after another super progressive and even letting a story like this get on court. You know what I'm talking about? Is this real? Did Larry Schwartz, the czar, and what in the hell... Did we ever say it's okay to have more czars? Isn't that a Russian thing? Czars? Can't we come up with a better name in America than czar? I don't know. It's just something that gets gets to me. It says, what we've heard about the governor and his team trying to link vaccine supply to political support, that is the definition of corruption. Mayor de Blasio said during a Monday press briefing, he said, it's disgusting, it's dangerous. There are lives on the line that cannot be tolerated. Well, if that's the case, why is the word criminal not in there? If it could possibly cause 
harm to the American people through corruption. If it could cause death, why is the word criminal not in his statements? This could be criminal. Withholding life-saving, well, it had to be life-saving first, and I don't really know if these are. (coughs) However, they want us to believe they are, so we'll go with that. He says, the mayor went on to call for an investigation of what happened with Schwartz's calls in addition to the multiple ongoing probes Cuomo is facing. It's kind of funny to use the word probes when they're investigating what they are, isn't it? He says, there needs to be a full-blown investigation of that on top of the investigation of nursing home scandal, the investigation of sexual harassment and molestation, de Blasio said. There needs to be an investigation of what happened with the Tepanzi Bridge. But now on top of that, there also needs to be an investigation of why a senior official in the governor's office clearly tried to link vaccine supply to political support. It doesn't get much worse than this, folks. I'm telling you, I've, I've read a lot of stories in my day. Uh, but when you're dealing with sexual harassment, you're dealing with molestation, you're dealing with missing money, you're dealing with uh, pay for play, uh, you're going to play along if you pay your dues and you stand behind Governor Cuomo. Otherwise, we're just not going to send you the medicine and the people are going to die. It's that simple. That literally is a state that we are in here in America, especially in New York. I feel sorry for all you people in New York. I really do. But not only that. When, when it comes to actual publications, the government, albeit that it's been corrupt for a very long time, they used to try to hide things. They literally tried to hide things to make it seem that it wasn't that bad. Listen to this. The Department of Defense training manual on extremism literally gives a pass to Black Lives Matter extremism. So apparently, if you fit within the political ideology or idealism that BLM is spouting, you know, like getting rid of the nuclear American family, like just completely squashing the American family, not wanting mothers and fathers and children working in a well-oiled machine to create an atmosphere that is, you know, beneficial for all parties involved. Yeah, get rid of that. In February, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, super progressive a-hole globalist, ordered a stand down for the for the next 60 days to allow each branch of the military time to discuss white supremacy and the threat of extremism through the U.S. military. According to NBC, Director Austin's announcement was a direct result of the protest on January 6th on the U.S. Capitol, where some current and former members of the military stormed the Capitol. And of course, the protest and storming of the U.S. Capitol had nothing to do with race, But we are talking about NBC and the fake news media. So here you go. Uh, The U.S. Navy's discussion guide on extremism in its ranks. The package that is required training for Navy personnel is 51 pages in length. The Navy training overview states the vast majority of men and women in the military do not support racially and ethnically motivated violent extremists like white supremacists or domestic terrorists. Hmm. An overview of why are we here today? 
the SEC DEF, Austin's February 5th, 2021 memo regarding stand down to address extremism in the ranks. We took an oath to obey the law, support, and defend the Constitution. Without question, the vast majority of men and women of this department serve with honor and uphold our core values. Uh, service in the DOD is a privilege that comes with added responsibilities and obligations. We will not tolerate actions that go against fundamental principles of the oath we share, including actions associated with extremist ideologies. Here's Austin's February 19th, 2021 video and leadership stand down framework. The vast majority of men and women in the U.S. military and those who serve the Department of Defense as civilian employees perform their duties and responsibilities with integrity and do not support racially and ethnically motivated violent extremists, including white supremacists and other domestic terrorists such as anti-government violent extremists. However, recent events have shown that we must be ever vigilant in our efforts to identify and combat such ideology within the ranks and organizations. Hmm. It says, however, (laughs) later in the package, page 45, the Navy manual states that supporting and discussing Black Lives Matter is acceptable. Uh, Scenarios for questions. My friend has a Confederate flag hanging in his off-base apartment. Do I need to report him to command? No. Flags are prohibited in private residences. If And I understand this. There's a bunch of weird stuff going on here, but if you're in the military, you can't have a Confederate flag. Period. And other flags. Another question. My boss is always talking about Black Lives Matter. Isn't that political stuff that they're supposed to not be talking about at work? Advocating for or against a public policy issue is authorized as long as the behavior is otherwise lawful and the advocacy is not politically partisan in nature. It doesn't specifically address a political party. And if the discussions make you uncomfortable, discuss the matter with your boss or another supervisor. How about my, sorry, that was the same one. My question is this, the BLM. If it's exempt from criticism, it categorically can't be this. Why is it that it's been admitted even though it has a Marxist founding? As a matter of fact, many of the things on the website talk about it. It's declared its objective of disenfranchising, destabling, and literally clearing America of the nuclear family. Uh. 100% of their donations go to the Democrat Party or ActBlue. Their advocation politically of defunding law enforcement. Uh, After watching multiple people be killed at BLM uh, rallies, hundreds more injured because of a political idealism. Why is this allowed? Uh, intimidating people on the basis of race observed in countless, 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 and can I say countless one more time, videos, or the rioting, burning, and looting resulting in over $2 billion of property damage in just 2020 alone. Don't you think any of those things should be able to disqualify the BLM getting a pass? 
No, because at the very base, the mechanics of this, the building of the substructure of the base of their foundation is literally politically directed. It is their way to squeeze out traditional American values that come with family and identity and belief and individualism and things like that. This is their way of making it sound good, even though it inherently is evil and twisted against the very things that they say that they're against. Hence, Marxism 101. Does that bother anybody? Does it get to you? The Black Lives Matter gets a pass. You can't have a Confederate flag, and boy, don't you have a Dukes of Hazard car around, or you are in big, big trouble. But, you know, Black Lives Matter, it's okay. It's okay. Now, I wanted to talk about this, Alan Greenspan. It says, Alan Greenspan reveals Washington's nasty trick to destroy your savings. Here how Amer- here's how Americans are resisting. In February, uh, the U.S. government debt surpassed a record $28 trillion. It took 200 years to rack up the first trillion, but today it's soaring. In fact, Washington has racked up a trillion dollars in the last four months. Uh, and, and this was before the $1.9 trillion. So now we're at $2.9 trillion. Uh, former head of United States Fed, Alan Greenspan, said, and he said this a long time ago too, deficit spending is simply a scheme for the confiscation of wealth. As the government spends its way through this contagion, uh, are your savings protected from this hidden tax? Do you even know how to prepare? Well, it's, it's very simple. There's going to come a day when the banks will become insolvent and you should be taking a certain percentage out of your bank accounts and investing in something that is tangible, whether it's gold, whether it's silver, whether it's wine, whether it's whiskey. I mean, there's a lot of things that you can barter trade and invest in that you can keep yourself. Here's the thing. The banks are controlled by the federal government. And when you see nonsense spending like this, two to four trillions coming up after the 1.9 trillion that we got now and Prior to that, in four months, we spent $1 trillion. What does that number come up to? Well, that number comes up to about $6 trillion total. And that's just the beginning. Because remember, they want to make this COVID spending. If you remember a couple years ago, we were talking about this. Remember the income for everybody? Remember that? Just to exist, you'd get money from the government. Socialism, 101. We're going to get it. We'll get there. Remember AOC talking about it? Well, it's happening. It's here. And they're going to take the wealth from Americans. This is how they strip your wealth. Do as you can, folks. Save something other than cash. Take that cash and invest it into something else. Some people are like, well, you know, it's probably never going to happen. That's a conspiracy theory. Well, it's not conspiracy anymore. When you know what our GDP is, when you know how much money we're spending, it's very simple. If you only have $2,000 a month coming into your house, but you're spending $10,000 a month, how soon before the bank comes and starts getting your stuff? Not very long. And this for the last story of the day. This one one got to me, I'm telling you. Uh, CNN's Don Lemon. Did you guys hear about him? Well, I should put this on. 
if we want to end racism, there's only one way to do it, according to Don Lemon. <coughs> we have to start teaching people that Jesus was not white. All that has anything to do with anything, I have no idea. Jesus was Jewish. He was a Jew. Was he white? Was he brown? I don't know. They're, what, off-white, off-brown? I, I don't care what color they are. Do you really think that that's going to help? Do you really think so? I think he's nuts. I think they're paranoid. I think they want to flip America on their head. And folks, we don't need to do this. Come on. We're Americans. I say, screw them. Screw them. Go out, live your life, have some fun. Spend the time with people that you love. Literally, literally hold the people that you love. Do the things that you want because we are Americans and stop letting them dictate everything to us like our our social responsibility as white people. Guess what? I don't have any more Coke in my house. None. And I won't because I'm not trying to be less white. I'm trying to be the best person that I can be, period. And you know what? I'd be doing that no matter what color I am. And I'm sure there's a whole bunch more Americans that think exactly the same way that I do. They don't care what color their skin is. They're just going to be and do the best that they can do, period. All right, folks, I love you guys. It's Monday night. Tomorrow night, we may see BZ. We might. We'll see. Talk to you then. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Support the show at paypal.me forward slash U-J-H-L-I-V-E. That's paypal.me forward slash U-J-H-Live. Unleash Jeremy Hansen Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. Central, live on Spreaker.com. Catch the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Pandora, iHeartRadio, or everywhere premium podcasts are found. America. People. Politics. Culture. Entertainment talk that's not allergic to common sense. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs) 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.